All right. Welcome back. Uh, this is Joystick Journeys. We are now on level three of this Damn, podcast. Right. Uh, Two-player podcast today. It's just the two of us. Um, and without further ado, let's get started. Let's start this journey. Um, so, Cody, how's the week been? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, I guess, uneventful. I mean... Other than uh, Starfield's uh, developers, they were uh, saying how they've got five years of work and bringing out content that they're going to do for Starfield, which I think is great. Like, they got such a big field to open up to, like, all the different solar systems that everybody complains, oh, it's all barren, it's all barren. I really don't think that's going to happen for much longer. I think there's going to be some other big shit coming soon. And they might drop some big shit early. Hey, well, for any Starfield enjoyer, that's uh, that's good news. I know uh, our friend Nomreg, he is he's loving it. He's been on it nonstop since it came out. So I know he's a sucker for Bethesda games. Um, <laughs> Ain't we all? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I want to start with a couple of our, our uh, normal segments. Um, let's see, let's start with controversies and, um, kind of news in the tech world. Uh, A couple of the controversies I saw this week, looks like Nintendo is taking 3DS and Wii U services offline in April, 2024. Um, that essentially means no more multiplayer. I think they're, if you ever use that Pokemon transfer bank system, they're leaving that up. Uh, but multiplayer is already down. I, I could be wrong. I think the store's already gone. If not, that's probably going too. They're not, the date's not set in stone. That's not concrete. Enough pushback, and they might push back. Nintendo's not really pushers, though. So, uh, yeah, if you still, you know, if your kid still has a 3DS out there, um, uh, Santa's around the corner and might be time to get him a Switch. Yeah, you should have done upgraded. The 3DS was like the second <laughs> DS that come out, right? Well,. Well, I think it was the last DS that came out because they had the DS and then the DS had the DS Lite. Oh, yeah. And then the new right. iteration of the DS was the 3DS. And, of course, they had, like, the 3DS Lite or, no, the 2DS. And then the 3DS, I don't know what that new model was called. Yeah, the OLED like screen or some shit. Ago, like, at least 10 years ago or something? Yeah, well, I think the last one might have been released around... 2015 or 16 or something i don't know haven't really kept up with it but it's time to update um yeah. i keep mine around because then you know the majora's mask keeps a place in my heart <laughs> and uh and yeah it's uh i i have the remake on there which it's not as good as the original uh they changed some stuff a lot of stuff uh, but w- whatever we're not gonna hop into that yet let's get back to our controversies uh, looks like Telltale Games, the people behind Wolf Amongst Us, um, The, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead yeah. yeah. So they've had financial issues in the past, but looks like they just can't shake them. They've laid off their staff. Um, one of the developers kind of came in saying they had to sign an NDA, but uh, The Wolf Amongst Us 2, um, the sequel there, is possibly now in limbo. So if you're looking forward to that, um, don't hold your breath. Not sure what's going to come of it, but might not be good, to be honest with you. Nomrick's talked about that game a lot, uh, The Wolf Among Us, and he says it's a really good game. I've never tried it myself, but I have tried some of their games, and 
Yeah, that, they uh, they're good at storytelling. Yeah, they're good storytellers. Um, let's see. Uh, next on the docket, we had uh, Unreal is now okay. So after the whole Unity backlash and whatnot, this of course their decisions I'm sure have nothing to do with that. Well, they actually could have modified their plan based on that whole ordeal with Unity, but what happened with Unreal is Unreal's like, hey. We are, uh, it's actually Epic uh, who makes Unreal. Uh, but yeah, so Epic's having some financial issues, I guess. They are now, uh, they're cutting staff. They cut the entire Fall Guys crew, uh, the guys who are working on that. Or, you know, it says entire, I'm air quoting here, but um, their social media manager is apparently still running. So uh, they're still swapping the stuff out. Somebody's still operating the game back there. Uh, so I imagine they just cut a majority of the Fall Guys crew. Um, V-Bucks are going to cost more. Um, so, yeah, Epic's kind of showing their um, signs of financial wear there. So now anyone who's using Unreal Engine outside of game development is now going to be charged apparently a, a hefty bit more per seat. Uh, I don't know what that hefty bit is. I don't I don't actually know if it is hefty. That's kind of how the article read, though. Um, and and to give you an example, Unreal Engine is used uh, a lot for VFX in movies. Uh, Unreal Engine is used a lot in tools for um, school, like, you know, like the 3D demos and stuff for doctors. Like, here's a skeleton, you know, peel away the skin. Well, not skeleton, but here's a body, peel away the skin. Here's the muscle tissue, vein layers, all that stuff. So a lot of these tools are built in Unreal Engine. And now the people's using it for these tools, um, for these movies, uh, they're going to have to pay quite a bit more. Um, but yeah, they excluded gamers from that or game developers, uh, should I say? So, uh, I wonder if that came (laughs) off the the unity stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Unity. Um, yeah, yeah. They messed up and Epic's like, Hey, you scratch that, scratch that part about, you know, game development out. (laughs) Um, that's all I have for controversies this week. It was a pretty quiet week. Um, I heard more stuff about the iPhone 15. Uh, I'm not talking about it no more, though. Uh, I'm over it. Uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, if you got a bad one, you got a really bad one. Uh, now it's uh, the earpiece speaker. If it's turned up past 80%, it rattles. Um, and that's apparently Damn. affecting a lot of them. So... Uh, but we're we're moving on. I'm tired of talking about the iPhone 15. <laughs> They'll fix it, I'm sure. So if you, if you want to get iPhone 15, uh, maybe let production roll for another 45 days or so. Um, hang in there. Or just get a droid. Wait, Samsungs are pretty good too. Oh well, actually, let's lead us to the to the uh, what's new in tech for this week. Um, is Google had their keynote. And they announced the Pixel 8 and the Pixel 8 Pro. Now, they look similar to the previous phone, which I imagine was the Pixel 7. Um, but uh, the specs are nice. Uh, they're uh, essentially they're kind of on par here for the latest Samsung that's come out. And you know, iPhone there. While iPhone is kind of in my opinion, leading that market in their use, their user interface, the kind of UI that people interact with and their um, kind of ease of use for your friends and family and whatnot. 
Uh, Hardware-wise, though, uh, good examples. The new iPhone 15 has 6 gigs of RAM. Uh, the latest Samsung and the new Pixel 8 both have 8 gigabytes of RAM. They both have 120 hertz OLED screens, while the iPhone is still using a 60 hertz screen for some reason, which sucks because I really miss a 120 hertz screen from that Razer phone. Um, mm. We're talking about... Uh, not the Motorola Razor, but I had an actual um, Razer gaming phone, too, um, which, you know, the camera was so awful, and I found myself wanting to capture moments, and they just came out like a smudge from 2008. So, anyway, I, I left the Razer phone, but the screen on it was something else. Um, so, let's talk more about the Pixels. We have the Pixel 8 and the Pixel 8 Pro. Uh, the camera's 50 megapixels. Uh, apparently, it's going to have a nice, beefy uh, camera. The price point is on par with the iPhone. The Pro um, is same entry-level Pros, same price as the entry-level iPhone Pro. They're both uh, $1,000, $999, $999, whatever. Um, and then, of course, the standard Pixel, I think it's also on par with the standard iPhone. I think they're both $600 or so. Um, but, yeah, so... If you're in the market for Android, uh, the new Pixel will be the first, and maybe the old Pixels too, but they will be the first to get uh, the latest version of Android. Android 14 is coming out. Um, so I'll be on the lookout to maybe talk about the features with Android 14. Um, uh, it's, yeah, right off the heels of iPhone, a lot of people at work were talking about iOS 17. A lot of the enhancements and features, Lauren was talking about the stickers last week. Um, so we'll see what comes to Android 14. Um, then their watch. I know I don't, maybe you're not big in the smartwatch scene. Nah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm scared of that thing saying, you really shouldn't buy that cheeseburger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That... You keep this up in five more years. <laughs> I, uh, fractured my foot and, uh, I was in a wheelchair around universal i didn't need the wheelchair but we had one day left and i fractured my foot at universal so i couldn't walk back to the car and i was in a wheelchair and my apple <laughs> watch was like you've been sitting for a while now it's time to stand up and i'm like <laughs> fuck you <Yeah>. asshole <laughs> see i'm, I'm I, I just wouldn't like it to talk to me like that <laughs> uh, but i bring this up because they did announce a new pixel watch it's very similar <laughs> It's quite similar to the Pixel Watch 1. The Pixel Watch 2 is more redefined. It's got a slightly larger crown. Uh, it's got cleaner bezels. Uh, it's a very nice-looking uh, Pixel Watch to pair with your Android phone and your Pixel phone. Um, they also mentioned the uh, Pixel Bud Pros, which have been widely praised. Uh, that's kind of Google's competitor or Google's you know, answer to the, iPod, uh, the AirPod and the AirPod Pros or whatnot is they made Google uh, Pixel Buds. And the Pixel uh, Bud Pros are, uh, they're being updated. They'll now have conversation detection. So uh, pretty much if you have them in your ear, you're blaring music, you're listening, you're having a good time, someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, hey, Cody, how's it going? Um, and you're like, oh, hey, man, you're, it'll, you can adjust the level and it'll quiet the music down to say like 10% or something. Um, so you can have your conversation, and once it detects your conversation ends, boop, 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 it, you know the volume goes back to what you were listening to. Now that's what I need because right now I have to uh, with my little Samsung buds I got. I have to literally hit 
the play button, little tap it once, and like that, that crap pisses me off at times because somebody would be talking to me. I'll go to tap it, and it won't fucking stop. <laughs> and it'll keep going, and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so the uh, AirPods have the same feature, the conversation feature, and it popped up on my phone. Hey, you want to test this? You want to turn this on? Yeah, and I click yes. Do you want to guess how long it was turned on for? <laughs> yeah. I'd say about 28 minutes or so. Because I'm laying in bed, and Lauren rolls over. She talks to me, and it quiets down. I'm like, oh. That's cool. That works. And I'm laying there and I'm like, <coughs> and I start coughing. And uh, and then it lowers the volume of my stuff. And I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> and then it took it took forever for it to come back up. And I'm like, never mind. This feature still feels experimental. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> see that being a problem. Yeah. Um, uh, the last thing on my uh, thing here, and again, I'm sure there's some big news in the tech world I'm probably missing. I just kind of grab what catches my eye or you know things that we may want to discuss is we've been discussing cyberpunk a lot lately apparently uh they're in works with a studio to do a live action show uh coming off the success of edge runners the anime they did which was a phenomenal anime um very very emotional anime (laughs) uh man by the end of that one i was like wow and, uh, and then they incorporated some of it into the game now with, um, you know, Cyberpunk 2.0 and Phantom Liberty. Um, without spoiling anything for you, there's some things from the show that's incorporated into the game now. Um, but yeah, so they're working on doing something live action. Um, the thing is with these uh, video game adaptions, we know have a horrible run. Um, some of them have done well and a lot of them have flopped. So, um, they did phenomenal with edge runners. Again, that's anime. It's not live action. You can go crazy with anime. Um, but we'll see what they do. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, honestly, I just love the IP. Um, yeah, give me more cyberpunk. I, I, I have a lot of cyberpunk merchandise, uh, cause I was like, super excited for the game. I stuck by the game kind of the whole way through, um, I, I will not defend its launch. Its launch was, I think, a total shit show that came from uh, executive pressure um, and then uh, publisher pressure. So uh, I'm not defending that, and I hope the company makes better decisions going forward. But, yeah, I am excited. See if anything pans from that, because, you know, a lot of these projects get started, and then well, we're stuck in writing a script limbo for three years, and then... Well, we think we got a final script, and then you hear about it three years later. Like, yeah, we trash that. I mean, maybe one day it'll come back. So, yeah, I wonder if they'll actually have like Keanu Reeves or uh, Alva come up in there, dude. They could do a little prequel set around the time era of Johnny Silverhands and just let him star in it. And I, I just, yeah, I'd melt for it. Be like, yo, give me, give me more. <laughs> give it I mean, I'm a sucker for Keanu too, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, um. Yeah. So we'll see what comes of that. But uh, this week we're on. Uh, let's on to open discussion. I know uh, you've been playing a lot more Liza P this week. I thought at first watching you that you were going to do one playthrough and drop it. But how are you feeling about New Game Plus? The only reason I didn't drop it is because I was like, you know, after them bosses had punished me so badly, 
the first playthrough, you know, after playing like freaking 20, 40, 50 freaking retries and finally beating them. Once you get the new game plus, it's like as long as you use uh, a weapon and a certain amulet, yeah, like the ergo you can get then is like ergo is used to level up and whatnot. But uh, the ergo you get is, is yeah, just huge. And not only that, the bosses you know you know all their plays now. And uh, now you hit a lot harder, so, you know, you're able to clear stuff a lot. That's why I beat it, actually, last night. The Nameless Puppet, only one try. <laughs> and that one, uh, heck, I think that one initially took me, like, two two nights. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, there was, like, 30-plus attempts or something there. Yeah, it was it was horrible. He, he just, yeah, and then coming back and just whooping his ass. Which pisses me off because there's a special weapon you get at the end for beating them. Uh, once you go back to the uh, special weapons guy. Sure. And uh, I guess I fucked up twice. The <laughs> first time I killed one of the special weapons guys, but uh, it didn't give it to me for some reason. I'm not sure why. Maybe... I thought it was because I had killed that guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, then the second playthrough, I decided not to kill him. But now the uh, the newer special weapons guy, he comes, he doesn't come back to your hotel, which is your little base. Sure. So I, I'm probably going to have to do a playthrough three, especially since once again... The same Riddler question that I swore I would not fuck up again. I fucked up again. So I still haven't been able to get all of... uh, Uh, They've uh, got like a secret society thing in there. I haven't been able to get all their little (laughs) secrets. And that's something I'm big on about games like that. Sure, sure. Like uh, That's one of my biggest things because I always like to dig into the story, dig into the lore of it, read the item and weapon descriptions and all that. Because it does... And and then having to piece it together yourself, yeah, is something I've always liked. It 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 doesn't just straight out give it to you; it gives you the base. Like that's why I love Dark Souls because you know, Dark Souls it barely even gave you a fucking base. You just had to. <laughs> yeah. hmm. You were out in the you open. You were just by pondering. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, uh, I know you and I are both a fan of the kind of Soulsborne type games, uh, and now you have this Friday, the Lords of the Fallen remake. Uh, I call it a remake. It is not a remake. It is a reboot to the franchise, is I think how it's officially being kind of um, titled out there. Um yeah, because I could have swore I played that a little while back. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably played the original Lords of the Fallen, which was probably, I think, 2016-ish. Um, so it's been at least seven years or so now. Again, I don't know. Times could be wrong here, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, the th- in that game, not too many people raved about. I think this one's catching a lot more traction because this one definitely looks uh, a lot more Soulsborne-y. And um, Soulsborne sounds really corny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, uh, so I got to watch um, 
Some streamers got some early keys. They were only allowed to play the first area of the game. And it's pretty intriguing. So essentially you have the overworld that you're in. And there's another world. Um, we're going to call it the Underworld. Overworld, Underworld. I don't know what it's called. It has a name. Uh, I haven't got to play the game yet. And uh, most of the time I just watch stuff on mute on my second monitor. So until it comes out, I'll learn all that when it comes out. Um, but apparently the mechanic there is you have this lantern. And while you're in the Overworld, uh, think of it a good... Uh, so many people have seen Stranger Things. It's like the upside down. The upside down is exactly kind of what you see, but it's kind of twisted and, you know, m messed up. And uh, and that's very much how the underworld is. So if you're in a room and you look at it in the underworld, you're in that same room, but it's kind of grotesque and kind of decayed and um, just, just like the upside down from Stranger Things. So, uh, and that lantern kind of lets you peek and interact with the underworld. Um, to my understanding, so for instance, there's bars blocking their way in this cave or whatnot, and they bring up the lantern, and those bars don't exist in the underworld, so when they bring up the lantern, it kind of shines uh, around them and kind of puts the immediate area around them in the underworld, and they can just walk through that area of the cave, which was... Uh, yeah, which was uh, kind of very interesting. I think when you... I think it's when you die... You have like a second life, essentially. Think of it like second wind. Um, but that life is in the underworld. So uh, you then, I think, have to get to whatever their version of the bonfire is. It's like this little corpse type thing. Um, shrine looking weird thing. And uh, yeah, you have to get to that. And I think that's the only way to get back to the overworld. And the thing is, while you're in the underworld, it gets harder and harder and harder. But then the... Um, uh, you guys can, you know, get mad at me if you want, but we're going to call it souls because I don't know what it's called yet. The, uh, the stuff you get to level up your souls, um, you get a multiplier on that based on how long you're in that little underworld area. So the longer you're in there, it's times one times 1.5 times two. And then it, I've seen it go to times three. The enemies get harder. A lot more come at you. And at times three, a reaper was coming out. It's like this red grim reaper thing. And it was like one shotting uh, the people who were in there trying to farm. So that's going to be interesting. I know you're a farmer. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. That's why I decided not to get Remnant 2. And I'm, I'm definitely going to get Lords of the Fallen. I Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think that's probably a good call. Um, I, I've seen some Remnant 2, and I, I know Remnant 2 has does have a, a little fan base behind it, um, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard much flair from it, though. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, who will probably be joining us on the podcast next weekend, um, he was huge on Remnant 2, so we'll discuss it more then, because you and I, we kind of we watched a little bit. It's kind of, eh, whatever. And we never dove into it. But, you know, we'll let him give us the opinion on the game, kind of the verdict of it. Uh, but Lords of the Fallen's kind of caught my eye. Uh, it looks good. The boss fight, you know, okay, so one thing most Soulsborne and Soulsborne-like games do is they give you that tutorial boss, the tutorial boss that you're supposed to die to. And then you typically get something good if you don't. Well, in Lords of the Fallen, the tutorial boss, um, he's a joke. You can just walk behind him and just wail on him. But then this, like, giant knight comes down on a dragon, and he's, like, 
okay, the idea is for him to be impossible. Um, there's one streamer I've been watching who's been doing nothing but farming this boss trying to kill him, but he's probably got at least five times the health of a normal boss. Uh, he gets insanely hard if you manage to chip him down because every hit you do just barely chips him down. And if you get him to 50% health, he gets insanely hard. So the streamer I've been watching, he's just been trying to beat the tutorial boss to see <laughs> what happens, and, and I'm so invested. Um, again, I'm mediocre at these games. I still love them, uh, but um, I, I'd love to see if they've done something special. And considering how hard they made their tutorial boss, I really hope they did. Well, um, um, that's the thing, too, about it. It does have seamless co-op, supposedly. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, from what I heard, they're they're doing something like no other Dark Souls have done, and they're making it seamless, like you know, yeah, play all the way through. You kill a boss yeah. and you keep going. Yeah, you keep going with your boy. Oh, okay, that's that's hype. Yeah, it, it kind of brings me into a game that uh, I'm actually also interested in is Dragon's Dogma Two. I know ah. you've heard me talk about it on rare occasions, but Dragon's Dogma was a really good game. I, I loved. I loved it. You got to build your own little party. It was kind of just, it was a really cool thing, a cool game. If anybody, if you ever think about playing it, yeah, Dragon's Dogma, definitely a good one. I just hate that it's single player. I hated that too, but, you know, it was one of those good single player games because you got to build up your own little crew and whatnot, and you went through the game. I watched the first look of Dragon Dogma too, and, um... It, it does look good, the mechanics and everything, and you can kind of, um, I don't know if multi-class is the right term, but yeah, you can make um, like a mage yeah, and an archer, and then you that. can make like a, a spell-binding like archer uh, who can fire spells from the bone stuff, and it looks crazy. Um, but yeah, Lords of the Fallen, uh, I'm going to try and uh, grab it. Uh, maybe, well, we'll be out of town next weekend, but yeah, you and I got to play it. The following week, maybe. What will you be next weekend? Out of town. Why? We'll be back on Sunday. But why? Because we're taking Carlos to Jacksonville. So wait, he's coming down this week? Yep, Wednesday. Oh, and y'all are taking him back Friday? <laughs> no, he'll be here Wednesday to Tuesday or Wednesday to Wednesday. Oh, We'll discuss that off podcast. So easily sidetracked. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you you just spring these things up on me, and now I got to figure out what to do a whole weekend of just blah. But yeah, anyways, back to yeah. Lord's of the Fallen. Well, let's just blame Carlos. Yeah, he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> but yeah, that well, that member because I was telling you we have to come back from Jacksonville on Sunday, so we'll do it the podcast later on Sunday. Remember, member? I guess I can. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Lords of the Fallen looks good. We're checking that out. Um, bosses look good. Um, anyway, uh, I'm excited to see it. Hopefully it's uh, um, the rest of the game lives up to kind of what we saw there, that first glimpse of that first area, that first chapter. Um, oh, yeah, especially with all the different classes you can pick from. I think they got, like, they said seven or eight starting classes. Yeah, the one I've been watching the most, the guy who keeps trying to kill that tutorial boss, it's a streamer named um, Elias, and um, 
he is picking it. I, I don't remember what it was called. It, it looks like the little thief slash rogue class. He's got like two daggers. And he has this attack that's like, and it yeah. hits like quickly. And so he's able to get a lot of chip damage off very quickly on the boss. And um, but yeah, and then I watched someone do the little clericy class. I I didn't I haven't got to see any of the class names or anything. I've always caught like a stream like after character creation. So yeah, I know they got my favorite, which is like the depraved. Oh yeah, where you essentially have nothing. Yeah, you start with nothing. But I wonder, can you do that underworld thing before you fight that? boss so the thing is i know it's part of the game because while he's fighting that boss he always has two lives to kill him because once he gets killed he reawakens in the underworld or whatnot while he and you still keep fighting the boss and once you die twice you're dead dead gotcha so that's kind of how it works so yeah essentially you could just farm up before you go through and fight him i'm Pos- sure okay it'd be uh you would Possibly, but I don't know if there's if you can actually level up yet until after that boss fight. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that's where the issue comes. Is I think after that boss fight, some cutscene happens. Yeah, that's probably when co-op is allowed to. Because mm-hmm. I was about to say co-op could that's essentially four lives. Yeah, uh, man, I really I want to go get the PlayStation Five. I want to play some Demon Souls and Bloodborne. See, I would like to do both of them because they're both really awesome games. Didn't they think about coming out with the second Soulsborne or something like that? The second Bloodborne? Yeah, second Bloodborne. That's what it is. Nobody knows, man. Bloodborne was a big seller for them. It's a huge hit with fans. There's been so much. They they won't even give us a 60 FPS patch for the PlayStation 5. There is no love for the game from them that any of the fans have seen. So it's super frustrating. At least let me play 60 frames per second on the PlayStation 5. Like, um, the game looks fine at 30, but it looks great at 60. There's a, if you mod, like if you have a PS4 Pro, you can, you know, get, you know, some modded firmware and, uh, and you can actually install custom patches. And there's this, uh, guy out there. He's, you know, he makes all these crazy patches for the whole kind of Dark Souls Bloodborne franchise. And, um, and yeah, and he made a mod that makes Bloodborne 60 FPS and actually runs fairly well in the regular PlayStation 4, but there's a lot of frame drops, of course. So, but the PlayStation 4 Pro, it's pretty solid. Um, yeah, so I've actually been really tempted to mod the PS4 Pro that I have in there just to <laughs> make it, you know, dedicated Bloodborne machine and let the PlayStation 5 do anything else I want. Yeah, well, maybe they're like, because they, they know they've created, like, a pretty decent-ass game. It was like, because everybody, I think Dark Souls 3 hadn't came out yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're correct. I think it was uh, dark, after Dark Souls 2. Yeah, and uh, everybody was, like, super craving that kind of play style because it was still something fairly new. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Bloodborne came out, and everybody's like, holy. And then it actually split the Dark Souls, well, Soulsborne community. That fan base, yeah. Yeah. That's why it said Soulsborne now. we Both sides show respect, because both sides, in the end, we both enjoy those games. And, and, and what's the, the kind of running joke in the community is that there's been three Dark Souls games. There's been Elden Ring. But that style of game is called Soulsborne, 
And Bloodborne was so good, there's only one of it, and they added it to half of the whole title there. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, and I know like Nomrek, Nomrek at first he was like he's big fan of Soulsborne, like we are, but he was not big on Bloodborne, and um, and I'm like, man, I think you maybe just didn't give it enough of a chance. So, um, I uh, I had him play multiplayer with me, and um. And we really got into it, and he got to try all kind of crazy weapons. Bloodborne has some of the craziest weapons, and once we got into it, then he was like, okay, all right, I'm liking it. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I love the whole gun feature to it, too. Yeah. It, like, it, just getting that, I think it was essentially a hand cannon or a blunderbuss. It was like, like five hours in the game before I realized the gun staggers enemies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, once I learned that, shoot, going up against anything was just... Well, the thing is, I had that stupid the the shotgun or whatever it was because we thought it was for damage and um and yeah once we figure that out on accident I'm you know they don't really hold your hand much so yeah um but yeah so we did a whole new run with you know a saw blade uh and then the little flintlock pistol because has a lot more shots in it and uh and yeah and then parrying and then the finishing move it's. I love it. Love it. So I wish they'd at least give us a 60 FPS patch, but I think one day soon they're going to drop Bloodborne 2 at, you know, one of these uh, Sony play events or whatever, and everyone's going to lose their mind. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to are they going to announce Bloodborne 2 at this event, and um, and they get their their heart broken every time. I'd like Bloodborne just on PC. Just give it to me on PC so I don't have to go somewhere else where my console's hooked up, you know? Um, yeah, unless, uh, I don't know, just PC's just better all around. It's like an all-in-one console. We we said we were going to do Soulsborne on our its own little dedicated episode. We're in deep now. We might as well keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dark Souls 1 was announced when, um, so you and I grew up together and, uh, we lived together throughout our teens years. And before you moved out, Dark Souls 1 was announced. I remember you and I watching back G4 TV. Yep. <laughs> and they did a little, uh, spot on, um, X-Play about this upcoming game called Dark Souls that they got to test out. And they said it was easily the hardest game they've ever played in their lives. And we were immediately excited for some reason. I don't know if we liked punishment. I I don't know. I think but, it was more of a challenge, like hardest game, my right, ass. Right, right, like hardest <laughs> game. Yeah, well, they clearly haven't done Halo 2 on Legendary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fight me. Halo 2 on Legendary <laughs> yeah, was hard. Definitely. If you're out there like, Halo on Legendary is not bad, well, then you played Halo 3 on Legendary. Yeah. Halo 2 was uh, a different type of monster. Yeah, that was just, that That was, I don't know why we punished ourselves in that sniper alley, I think, oh so many God. tries. And we literally there was a lot of RNG to, involved. Yeah, we had to plan so much on it, too, and it was split-second fuck-up with uh -huh. everything up. If you, missed, if you missed a shot, they weren't gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and then once you finally, okay, we got all 12 of them dead. We never made it this far. Surprise, there's a 13th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, so 
Uh, unfortunately, between the time of that uh, and its actual release, you ended up moving out, um, and uh, and yeah, some some time had passed there. I remember pre-ordering the game though, going to pick it up, and um, and our friend Dallas was actually with me that weekend, and he and I struggled. We made it to. Um, what is the name of that boss? I'm getting it confused with the Bloodborne one. Uh, it's the one where, um, it, it's the, like the beast, the werewolf looking guy. And there's like, when you walk into the room, there's like steps on the left side. Um, um uh, anyway, I'm th- cause I'm thinking, I keep thinking about the Bloodstar beast from Bloodborne. Cause that's what kind of what he reminded me of. But that's, uh, that's I'm n- trying to think Dark Souls one. Mm hmm. Uh, I I remember the first one you fight. That was the uh, the jailer demon like one. Um, that uh, what, that minotaur on the bridge. Uh no, I was talking about the tutorial one. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. That yeah, was the minotaur. That wasn't on a the fight. Bridge. We walked in and got smacked and yeah. So oh well, you just jump on top of him, stab him in the head, forehead. Trust me, we found that out. <laughs> but we went in blind and we yeah. went in and died. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was supposed to. Yeah. Um, but I uh, you know, I played Dark Souls so much and I was about to say, Okay, I'm about to automatically know which one you're talking about. Uh so was he after the Minotaur or Uh okay, so in a way you could take like another way to get to him through there. Um it's a very small boss room. He's a very small boss. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to find his name. Um, but yeah, cause, okay. So we had the asylum demon. We had the bell gargoyle, which took us a while. The Capra demon. Oh, that. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting. I don't even know why. Yeah, yeah, no joke. I don't know why he reminds me of the Bloodstar Beast. I mean, they're besides, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Probably because I was stuck on them for so long. Um, and the thing is, he's not even that hard, but he summons, like, dogs or something. Yeah, the dogs just... Uh, believe me, that's why uh, there's a little cheat I always do. I don't know if it's ever been known. Run up the stairs, there. drop attack? Oh, no, I would run up the stairs, and then uh, there's a little ledge. You could just slowly keep on walking. And since... Uh, I generally always use like long-reaching weapons. You can essentially just keep every time he walks back up to the top of the stairs, you just keep on poking and stabbing him every time, and that's how mm-hmm. I killed him the first time. Because yeah, the dogs make that fight immensely more difficult. But even once you kill the dogs, it's just like easy. Well, it felt like a long run back. I don't know if we were missing a bonfire Yeah, it was. But it was like a two and a half hour event for us to kill this guy. Um, And then uh, we we made it a bit of the way through the game. We started with uh, the pyromancer or whatnot, which was a horrible way to start because Dark Souls doesn't know hand-holding. So we didn't even have any pyromancy spells or anything that we knew. Yeah, just had the starter spell. Yeah, that (laughs) we knew how to use or anything or how to upgrade it. Nothing. And um, so we made it to Quaylag on our first playthrough, and this took us all weekend. Friday to Sunday night, we made it to Quaylag, and um, and we absolutely could not. She was just stupid hard. Um, so I tried it. Uh, Dallas ended up leaving. I tried it and tried it and tried it. I couldn't do it. And Dallas came back. I'm like, you know what? 
maybe I'm not cut out for this game. And um, that's when I'm like, <laughs> I'm done with this whole Dark Souls game. Luckily, there'll never be a sequel. And um, no, just joking. But on a serious note, uh, Dallas came back a couple weeks later and he was like, okay, I bought this game. I know what I'm doing now. We're making a whole new character. And uh, and and yeah, so yeah. then he was kind of teaching me the mechanics and, and showing me what we didn't know and, you know, tr- trying to also talk about the lore and yada, yada, yada. And that's when, you know, kind of got deep into it. Um, so now what is your least favorite Soulsborne game? Let's go, let's go with the From Software games. We're only tar- talking Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Elden Ring, Bloodborne. I can't say one really. I can't even say a least favorite. I've loved every last one of them. Was, I know Dark Souls two. two gives gets a lot of backlash, but I still love that. I do. I don't have issues with okay. Dark Souls two though was my least favorite because of and I and I think a lot of the issues were patched, but those janky ass hit boxes. Yeah. When the game came out. Yeah, was, I can agree yeah, with it, that. It was like uh, you'd roll, and I, I'll never forget the clip that kind of went viral or whatnot. You roll, and it's like the knight, his sword would go over you, and then it would just still hit you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it was a lot of the hitbox stuff was super janky. Um, I don't know. Dark Souls 2, just, again, not a bad game. It just, I don't know, it didn't capture me like the other ones did. Dark Souls 3... Um, of the of the three Dark Souls games is the one I put the most time in. Dark Souls 1, the second most time, and then Dark Souls 2, the least most time. Um, but Dark Souls 3, Namrek and I were on, like, New Game Plus 5. We played that nonstop for, like, a whole month. Every day after work, I'd come home, I'd get on, we'd play Dark Souls 3 together. Um, and we would just go through each other's campaign until we ended up, he was on, like, New Game Plus 5, and I was on 4, I don't know, it was something like that. It was crazy. We were, um, yeah, we were crazy far along into uh, uh, how, our New Game Plus kind of series there. Um, Wait a minute. Oh, no, that, yeah, yeah, never mind. That's Dark Souls 3 you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, because, yeah, he, me and him had, uh, played Elden Ring, and he was like, yeah, this is the first time I got to beat the boss, and I was like, wait a minute. But I forgot we were talking about Dark Souls 3. Yeah, him and I, it took me a long time to beat Melania, Blade of Mechala, and I have never known defeat. <laughs> yeah. Um, it took me a long time to beat oh, her yeah. uh, to the point where uh, after like three days of on and off trying, I finally just summoned help. I'm like, I, I can't. And, uh, and me and the little co-op guy, he actually ended up dying as soon as Phase 2 started. Um, so I had to do all of Phase 2, you know, alone. But finally did it, and I'm like, oh, my God, never again. Well, then never again came around sooner than I thought because I had to then do it with Nomrig, and we were stuck forever. And then you came along and finally helped him kill her. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I did a lot of Elden Ring playthroughs. I love Elden Ring. Um, it's probably my favorite of the whole franchise. Uh, Bloodborne is Honestly, probably second place for me. Then Dark Souls three one two. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, God, Elden Ring was so good. They they really hit the nail on the head. They have. I, I gotta say, in all of the Dark Souls games, I've uh, never really used like any magic. Really, I mean, I used uh, like 
change of heart spell they got called report. Um, other than that, I might have used like the go home one. Yeah. But other than that, I, I don't use magic or anything like that. But Elden Ring actually kind of for I wouldn't say it forces you, but it makes you interested in giving it a shot. Yeah. My magic. The first character I made was a sorcerer that was so stupid OP by the time I finished my new game plus. Um, the whole comet Azure, the flask that gave you <laughs> unlimited mana for amount of time, the circle that gave you buffing. I could genuinely just Kamehameha any boss. Boom, they're done. And if and I remember Jake or Namrake or me helping Namrake through his playthrough, if we ever got stuck or on something, I'd be like, well, I'm over this. I'm going to get my character. Boom, a splat. <laughs> I remember poor Jake. He didn't, I think it was Jake's. He didn't even get to experience uh, Radon. Yeah. Because as soon as I came in, Radon charges us and I just boom <laughs> and just level them. And yeah, it doesn't even get to see the fight. Doesn't even get to see like the comet crash down or anything. It's just Damn. over before it begins. <laughs> and he's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, whoops. Uh, I guess flexing muscles. Wow, somebody's really strong. <laughs> Man, I, there was a group of like three people that was going around doing that to every ball. They would do the whole little circle thing the man, and all that. And just like all three of them. And like obliterates. It just, yeah, I melted them. It yeah. melted them. There, there's no chance. At that point. And that's why I, I had a buddy I was playing with at time on console. And it was pissing me off that he wouldn't understand the concept of the whole little laser thing. I was like, dude, I've seen this shit on videos. I was like, you need to try it if you're going to be a sorcerer. It seems to be like one shot and things. We can get through this a whole lot quicker. Oh, no. When I used it, it didn't do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know. Go online. Look up a video. He just never would, and I'm just like, okay, I guess he just doesn't want to do that. Yeah, so although I think, he whined about, you know, you know, actually having to fight and dying, he would get pissed off really quick. So I haven't used that sorcerer in over a year now. Um, the only time I've logged back in was to play on my uh, melee build a couple months ago. But uh, I think how it went was. You put down the circle, the um, the buffing circle, and then you had to cast one of the moons. And I think when the moon hit, it made them take more damage or something, and um, I think it that weakened might them be or something. It. Yeah, I think. Uh, and then after, and then then you drank the unlimited mana, and then you let it go. You just kamehamehaed, and uh, and yeah, it just it annihilated. The only way is if a boss dodged out of the way. Um, you know, you couldn't really correct it without recasting yeah. it. So it relied on them being still for five seconds. But, and I mean, it also seconds. did uh, stagger them as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. But some, I some think they staggered. did some huge nerf into it. Yeah, I, well, I was surprised with um, how much they didn't nerf it. Because it's yeah. still, even now, it's still, yeah, it's still very practical. Yeah. Um, uh, I know people also gave people a lot of shit about using uh, Rivers of Blood <laughs> or the Moon Veil. 
and that's me. I'm that person. Yeah. Why? Because they're fun to use. They made them cool. Like, I don't go around invading people's rivers of blood. I don't like invasions, to be honest. I just like to play co-op with my friends and kill bosses. And uh, and rivers of blood and Moonvale, they're fun to use. Um, I, essentially, I do, out of them two weapons, I hate the Moonvale the most. Just because it shoots that beam, and that uh-huh. beam, it just, it's quick, and it'll get you. Oh, yeah. But I've never downed anybody's playstyle. But granted, if you're going to, I, I say cheese for cheese. If you're going to use a cheese weapon, well, guess what? I'm slipping to my cheese weapon. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's fair. how I handle that shit. Like, even in the tournaments I was doing on Elden Ring, uh, people would start tournaments, okay, blah, 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 no using this, no using that, la, 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 la. And uh, there would still be people that would try to use it. And uh, I always just said, nah, they want to use it? Fuck it. I got mine too, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, mine, um, I love Millennia's weapon. Okay. Uh, the, because it lets you do the waterfowl dance. Yeah. And and Rivers of Blood, I normally put in my secondary, and I like the waterfowl, or I'd swap them, you know, because you could just click them real quick and just swap hands real quick. Yeah. And um, so... But I always found myself, like, whenever you got the NPC invaders or even an actual online invader, making them try to dodge waterfowl, it, it's it's so great. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. And the thing is, it's not crazy hard to dodge, especially because it's got a little charge up. But a lot of people would just quit. Like, I'm not dealing with it. This, this guy's being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I... Nah, uh, as I see, no. Uh, I love everybody's fight style on that game. Like, I love it when somebody comes in with some new off-the-wall kind of, like, fighting weapon. Like, yeah. It, it's always cool. I've never downed anything because essentially everything in that game can be countered. Yeah. That's Whatever wh- kind of play style you can think of can be countered. The craziest build that fucked me and Nomrik up because we were – destroying pretty much any invader but some guy came with a full frenzy build his whole build was around frenzy and uh first off it's really kind of creepy looking you know shooting the stuff out of like the eyes and all that that and uh dangerous yeah yeah and and that was yeah uh he gave us trouble i think we did end up beating him um but while we were in that area like we saw him multiple times like that yeah. guy, he was just standing there, you know, invading. And uh, I mean, shit, yeah, might as well. He's probably doing it in that one little area that has, like, uh, the fr- it was where the you tower first experienced frenzy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the sor the the Sauron's eye of Elden yeah. Ring. <laughs> and no, and it wasn't the NPC one. But we did kill him too. But yeah, yeah. No, this was a a player invader, and yeah, he was a pain. Oh yeah, like um. Heck, the one that got me was uh, people were getting that thumbprint shield and just sitting there and doing a little poke stab. <laughs> that that was pissing me off because, like, no matter how much damage you try to swing on that person, it's not going to do nothing. Yeah, not with that shield. And they don't even lose stam- stamina, really, from it. So it, it just would piss me off. That's why I got that uh, one. I, I'm probably murdering the name, but it's like Cypher Petra. But it's like uh, a codex little blade-like looking thing. And it says and it can break anybody's defense. Yeah. Like, so 
Yeah, I would laugh when, you know, I would see those shield guys out there. I figured that out because I'm, <laughs> I'm max leveled that weapon. I'm like, uh-uh, no more. So I go out there, find my first victim, stab him one hit. Just fucking dropped him. I guess he was like a glass cannon yeah, or something. He, he was just an asshole with a shield. Yeah, trying to just get easy levels. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it was so satisfying. <laughs> That's why it's still in my uh, weapon set till this day. For me, because I didn't, I never thought about that. I didn't even, I guess, realize it did that. Because, um, you know, if it didn't fit my playstyle, I kind of ignored the weapon. Um, I would just use the glintstone shard, cast, 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 cast a bunch of them as I'm like twirling around them. Yeah. And so if he's still facing me, they're going to. The ones oh, that like home yeah. in, and yeah, so cast them, cast them, cast them, and then circle around them, and they're shooting them in the back. See, that's what I'm saying. There's so many different yeah. counters to so many different cheese fighting weapons. Like that's why I can't get mad at it. I love the little, the also the Wolverine little claws. Yeah, you know, those things are so fun, man. <laughs> oh yeah, and especially how they give you like the little teleport. Yeah, the hound step. Yes. I think is what it was called. Yeah, where oh yeah, I, I tried that play too. Especially because the first thing I went for in Elden Ring when I first started playing, I found that, like, D Darth Maul kind of, like, blade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, bleed at that time was, like, incredibly, like, opiate oh, in the yeah, game. Yeah. You so I put bosses. bleeding yeah. on that thing, and it would just, like, blend. I was just, like, two little mini blenders. <laughs> oh, Ninja see. Chop didn't have shit on me. Uh, for for me, besides millennia, let's see, what was your biggest challenge boss wise? Um, I would have to say it was. Uh, there was a lot of hard ones in there. Um, I would say the WWE champ one. I can't remember his name really right now, but he's uh. After you go through the golden <laughs> capital. Um, you mean right before the final boss? Yeah. <laughs> Him, just because he would, he would just grab a hope to you and, like, yeah, like I said. you around, yeah. slam you down. Uh, man, yeah. It was like a really pissed off version of Hulk Hogan. Uh, I probably <laughs> need to do another run here soon because, yeah, I can't remember his name. Though. I think it's like LaCroix. Of uh, something, the, the something king or something, right? No, uh, I'm uh, pretty sure it was something Lacroix or uh, the first. Uh, oh yeah, the the first champion or I don't know. It was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first WWE champion. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, can't really I, I do know what you're right talking now, about. But it's, um, he had a little lion or uh, Lou Horah. Yeah, that's it. Lohara, however you say it, whatever. Um, he yeah. gave me problems, and I would have to say, other than that, I mean, uh, well, see, uh, that's the thing. I've played it so much to where now the bosses really don't give me problems. Oh, yeah. Well, so, but I would have to say, first off, yeah, that one gave me problems, and then uh, uh, Mo, the Lord of Blood. Uh, just cause I didn't know how to like Dude. stop that one, like rain blood attack he would do. That's who I was going to say. Yeah. The, the whole Lord of blood guy. He was, he's who I had on my list here, who I was going to say gave me the most trouble. Uh, I also did spend a lot of time on dragon Lord. 
Um, Dragon Lord really tripped me up for probably a good oh, three Dragon and a Lord half. Plastics, or yes, something like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's a motherfucker too. He he probably took me a good three and a half four hours. Well, it, that was mainly just because the run to him is like yeah, it's, it's hard pain. to convince people to go and make that run with you because you really need buddies to go fight that dude. That dude is just too much. Malakath, I did not have that bad of a time with. Uh, fire, okay, Fire Giant for on my magic playthrough. Okay, that was probably the longest I've spent on a boss besides Millennia. Was the Fire, fire Giant. Giant was pretty on my melee bad. build? Not so bad, but on my magic, I don't know why the. And this is before, you know, I got Comet Azure and got all that leveled up. This is my very first run on, <laughs> so not New Game Plus run. New Game Plus run, demolished him. Yeah. Easy. But on my first run with my Sorcerer, I kid you not, I think I have the I have the time clocked down. I remember sending it to uh, Namrak and Lauren and everyone. It was over right at six hours of attempts. And um, I got so sick of it, I cheesed him. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, there's that cheese you can do where if you oh, yeah, walk you him to up. the cliff yeah. and he comes off, it's boom, there's half his health bar. And then for phase two, you just circle around, make him do it again, boom, he's dead. Yeah, and, I heard uh, about that. I never got to try that. Yeah. It, it it took a couple tries, but I was over it. And I'm, I don't regret it. Yeah, Fuck nah. him. Sometimes you got to do it, you know? Uh-huh. I um, mean... uh. But yeah, on my melee build and on my new new game plus for the sorcerer, no problem. But that first run with the sorcerer, I don't know finding my footing. I'd say finding my footing, but that's near the end of the game. There's no my footing was allegedly found, but I struggled <laughs> on the fire giant, and um and I don't I I don't know it like I feel like the second and third time I beat him, I found dodging his attacks was a lot easier. I don't I don't know. But for some reason, I just struggled so much my first playthrough. Well, what do you mean, like, uh, when you went to go try them again a couple of months or so later? Because I know they yeah. did kind of deep. Yeah, they, they did kind of debuff his uh, hitbox to where, you know, it, it wasn't as atrocious as it was. I mean, ah. but I got to say for the man's size, you know, in real life, yeah, that, that, that's how big he'd be hitting you. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was just so annoying because, you know, I'd have to get close um, or with the magic spell using Glintstone, whatever I'm using. He's like rolling around. He's doing all this stupid shit. Um, yeah, he would it, roll the fuck around on you. So uh, yeah, I have to balance my the mana Estus flask versus the standard flask. And it, it yeah, it was it was awful. Uh, but anyway, I finally beat him. I swore I never want to see him again. But then every time I saw him, absolutely beat the shit out of him, and it felt good. <laughs> and he always, I mean, uh, the mutilation in that game is like. Oh, my God, his leg. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, ah, ah. Yeah, I have to skip that cutscene. <laughs> Me too. I, I, can't, I can't watch it. It's too much. But uh, uh, I know Malakath gave a lot of people a lot of problem at the beginning, especially that area. That's how I had gotten so much levels. Yeah, I don't know what it was about Malekith. I Well, I do. It was my magic build. I was really effective against him. I, I think I got him in less than five tries with my first magic build. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, A well, lot of people, like how I initially killed him the first time, is me and my buddies just kept 
showering him with scarlet rot just <laughs> the rotten breath we just was like die oh die. that'll do it and we we did get him then but then i uh found out that uh uh, I can't remember the little item it's called, but uh, during second f- phase, a lot of his weapon leave like a gold flint, and if you use that item, like the parry window is like stupid big. If you <laughs> use that item, it would stun him so badly that I mean, you could get like good two, three heavy, massive oh, hits damn. on him, and that that's how I started helping people out on it. Was actually, uh, I would just sit right there waiting to be summoned. Like, I gained so, I, I wasted so much time right there just leveling up. On this podcast for the world and all eight people who listen to it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but Props on, to you, Kansas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shout out to our listeners in Kansas. Um, but no, on a serious note, I've never told anybody this because I felt so stupid. Rikard, the snake guy. Don't tell me you didn't. You just, uh... Cody, three and a half hours and finally I'm like, fuck this, I'm getting help. So I summon somebody. And this somebody starts getting this giant wind-looking sword and just wailing on this boss. And I'm like, <laughs> please tell me the sword I picked up when I first went in there wasn't actually special. And the thing is, I like my build. I didn't want to change it. Yeah. And um, but and out of Dark was, Souls games, they always have a boss uh, like that. Uh huh. So <laughs> I felt so. Stu- the worst part is, I kind of got him close without using that sword. I've and never attempted. It. I'm like, because uh, uh, in second phase, doesn't he got like lava right up under his ass? Yeah, but I was magic. Yeah, true. So yeah, yeah. See me, there was no option. I just, I was <laughs> like, uh, was weapon right before boss door. Let me read that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so dumb. I'm like, wait a second. And then the guy dies. So I'm like, hold the fuck up. So I go into my inventory and I see the sword and I'm like, I'm literally face palming. Pull out the sword <laughs> and I kid you not, I had fought him so much at this point. It was a breeze. I one shot at him with this sword because I knew his attack patterns after three and a half hours yeah. like the back of my hand. <laughs> uh, but now that I had a sword that just wailed on his ass, oh, it was easy. With the range, too. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I, I was the same way with it after I learned his uh, play style. And really, you don't even have to know his play style too much because one to two, like, heavy hits. Stuns him. Yeah, it staggers him to where you get a third heavy hit in there. Yep. You might have to roll to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little dodge here, little yeah. dodge there. But for the most part, you could wail and like whoop his fucking ass. Yeah, I felt so stupid. Um, let's see. Uh, very first playthrough. Uh, Margit wasn't too bad. Godric wasn't too bad. But Red Wolf? I don't know why. Uh, the one up in the room? Uh, academy or in whatnot? The, yeah, yeah. When you're in like the library area? Uh, yeah, I remember him. He was just so fast, and I couldn't get my spells off. What I hated is, because I mainly went melee, I'm fucking just having to... I'm kind of heavy, you know? I'm not the little light, quick runner dude, so I'm like... <laughs> Chasing <laughs> him around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and he's just jumping get, everywhere. Yeah, I might get a hit off before he would hop away. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy because on my magic run, I struggled. And then on the melee run, Namrek and I, I think, I'm pretty sure we one-shot at him. 
Yeah, he didn't take long. It was just aggravating doing the whole run this way. And, of course, on, you know, play through one, you ain't got much tandem at that point anyway. So, you had to get that hit because if not, he would just bounce right out of your way. Yeah. Now, my first time fighting Star Scourge Radon was so cool because that's like all the people you'd kind of met and dealt with along the way. You could then summon them to help you fight and kill Radon. And that was so cool. Now, that's my stupid part. I didn't know that. Like, now you didn't? Uh, uh, no. Like, back back then oh. when I first tried them, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I had the, the pot guy out there, um, Blade, you know, uh, wolf dude out there. Yeah. Um, um, uh, there was, was the, uh, I know there was, uh, yeah, Jar dude, uh, Patches shows up out there, but he sees the situation and he says, nope, fuck <laughs> that shit, uses the seven finger and gets the hell up out of there. Yeah, there, there's a chick you can get out there, there's quite a few people you can get to I help you. I think you can have almost like seven people out there. And then when they die, there's like a cooldown and you can find like another spot and summon again. Yeah. And, um, so, so yeah, that fight... When he came down from the sky, though, like a comet for phase two, that was shit. so cinematic and so cool. Well, yeah, and scary. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the fucking sky's like, falling. Yes. <laughs> so you're just taking a breather, and then you're like, hmm. it gets like what's loud. That? Yeah, it's yeah. like, what's that noise? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that poor horse. Yeah, that. I always hated that part, seeing that, that little ass horse, you know. Radon was a dick. But, well, apparently he loved this horse, and in his lore, he loves his horse. So he uses, at all times, he's focusing gravity magic into his horse, so his weight isn't actually crushing his horse. See, that, that's that's what I heard about it, too. But at this point, I'm just too far of fuck him. <laughs> I'm just going to stay with fuck him. <laughs> Dude, I loved Elden Ring so much when it came out. I'm like, I've got to hop on the collector's edition before they're all gone. And uh, I'm glad I did. I have it over here. Um, I, got, I ended up getting the PlayStation 5 version with the Millennia statue. And uh, it's super cool. Super cool collector's edition. What I hated about my starting of Elden Ring, because, of course, I... Midnight uh, ordered that shit, and I was ready to play that. Uh, for like the first five, six hours of the game, because I went depraved, I couldn't find one piece of fucking armor. <laughs> like, I was over here just trying to kill things constantly and find just some fucking Please, pants. Just a crumb of jacket. <laughs> yeah, just, just at least give me some pants. <laughs> And then I found out, you know, you can open the back of horse carriages and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, I didn't learn that till play uh, New Game Plus, like, two or three. <laughs> yeah, so I missed out on a whole lot of stuff. Uh, I just thought there was only certain ones you could do. I didn't know it was almost every one you find. You can essentially get something out the back of them. But, uh, so there's this crazy farming method. That I did for um, another, <clears throat> it was my faith run. And what you do is you start, uh, well, it's not faith magic at the beginning, but you, you have to go, um, there's like in this little, the ground cellar or whatnot, where you first kind of see those uh, giants dragging that carriage or whatnot. Yeah. Um, over there to the um, east or whatever, a little bit from spawn. 
and if you go downstairs, there's that person you could talk to, and they sell you a bunch of magic spells and stuff. And they have the one, uh, it's kind of like Moonvale Katana's little shoom, the slash yeah. that goes forward, kind of horizontal. I don't remember what it's called. And um, so what you do is you get that spell. Don't even, you don't, doesn't even have to be leveled up much. Um, and those giants give you a stupid amount of XP at the beginning. And there's right down in that cellar, right next to them, is a bonfire resting point. So yeah. you rest there, run out, and you line up their legs, all four legs, shing, 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 and it would the bolt would go through all four legs, down them, so then it goes through all four of their bodies. And it literally, I think it took, um, I recorded it uh, just to time and show the whole process. It was like 45 seconds. And yeah. yeah, and you'd get thousands of XP every forty-five seconds, and Damn. yeah, and, and that was like a good early level farm. It's still viable to this day. It's a really good early level farm, yeah. and then you could just go full melee. You could do whatever you want after that. But I didn't. I didn't know about that one. I can't remember what was my first farm on that game. Yeah, it was. It was. It was nice because uh, especially kind of beginning again. I'm not great at these games. I love them, but I'm kind of shit. My hand-eye coordination, is it's not always there. Um, you know, especially when I'm back on controller and I can't play them with mouse and keyboard. Those games don't feel right with mouse and keyboard. <laughs> not um, at all. And, yeah, so I'm just, I'm not great at dodging and I'm too greedy with my attacks. Oh, yeah. I, and, fall, uh, I fall prey to that many a times. So, I gotta say, I really didn't farm in Elden Ring until a lot later getting in. Like, it was just so open, so I was like, I'm literally going to discover every fucking thing in this world. Like, yeah. Uh, and there there are, there's so much shit. I know in the beginning, uh, a lot of people were kind of throwing some shade at it, like, oh, they just copy and pasted so many of the bosses, da 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Y'all, that's something that a lot of people ask for. You know, oh man, I want to fight. I want to fight a lot more. I want there mm. to be a lot more. And then when they, I think it's like eighty-seven bosses in total. There might, there might be more now, right? Because I think they did some like free patches that added. But uh, yeah, there's immense amount of fucking bosses. Yeah, that it, go kill. it's even if you go down into a dungeon and there's a smaller version of a boss you've already killed, I'm just glad there's content there. That's yeah. still more content. I get to fight an easier version of the boss, sure, but it's probably still going to have loot. and um, It's going to have a lot of souls yeah, still. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, yeah and, and you're right. People are so quick to complain. Like, you make a game this big and expansive. As an aspiring indie dev... I know how hard it is to make even the the stupidest of games, which is about what I've kind of come up with so far. So when I see these feeds and these people complaining about Starfield and stuff, and I think about the uh, like what goes into that, I'm just like, you're crazy. That's an amazing feat for developers. And Elden Ring is a, a good example of a game that's just so, I mean, there's just so much, so much to do. Exactly, that's why I like, well, I do, like on games I really love, I always do like my 24-hour bender at the least. I always spend 24 hours straight on it. And uh, that's why I kind of fell in love with 76, because, you know, I did the whole, There, there's even an achievement for, you know, uh, 
play the game for 24 hours. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did that in one fucking sitting just because there's – I want to just dig into it so deep. And Elden Ring, I think I almost literally stayed up two, three days because there was always something else just yeah. making me Yeah, go. pulling you back in, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, I should have been tired, but, you know, after so many – Energy drinks, you get that like uh, blissful area to where like, nah, I don't even need sleep, dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's called an oncoming heart attack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, good thing I didn't smell toast. I think that's when you smell toast. That's right? a stroke. Oh, um, we're, we're gonna let you. Ha- okay, I just thought of something. What's this? I know you haven't played it, but we did leave a game out here. E Sekiro, shadows die twice. And we're not going to talk on it much because, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, it is my least favorite of the games. Uh, the art style is beautiful. The bosses are super cool. But the kind of forced parry mechanic, I hated. Like, okay, uh, yes. in Dark Souls, I can just dodge and keep dodging and roll and then panic roll, panic roll, panic roll, maybe win. But in Sekiro... If you don't learn how to ting 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 Yeah, that shit. At the it's it okay. I was playing the game with Dallas and I'm like, this is genuinely a rhythm game. Like I feel like I'm playing guitar hero. Like I have to learn like I'm trying to create a rhythm in my head of their attacks. Like their attack is ting, ching, 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 ching. And, you know, of the blade clashing. So now I have to try and press the trigger or, or bumper, whatever it was, that cling, click, 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 click. But the thing is, I have no rhythm. So I'm like, like panic pressing. And I was so bad at it. There's the one butterfly lady boss or whatnot. Killing her is my biggest, absolute biggest feat in uh, Sekiro. Um other than that, I, I no, I've never beaten the last boss. That uh, hell spawn demon, the fire demon, whatever it's called, absolutely not. I've watched every bit of that game. I've watched multiple playthroughs of that game, though. Um, but no, I can't. I'm I'm so bad at it. I took off work just to play Sekiro because uh, I was excited for the new From Software game. I played for three hours. Couldn't even get to the first boss. I, I know a lot of people out there is probably, you know, like, <laughs> what? There's no way you couldn't just get to him. I struggled for real, dude. <laughs> when I came back after playing so much, like going back to Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne and Elden Ring and playing all these just a metric ton and actually kind of getting good, I went back to Sekiro and I was able to get to the first boss. I was able to beat the first boss. You know, Dallas and I were controller passing. I beat the butterfly lady. I was able to beat some of the bosses at that point. I was able, you know, I was better at my timing and, at, you know, understanding the Soulsborne games. But I am still so bad at it. So uh, I'm going to say that um, Sekiro is uh, really fun for me to watch. I, I love watching it. Again, love the art style. Love the bosses. But it's my least favorite because I can't play it. So so this goes into the conversation of people who complain that they're too hard. I'm not saying it's too hard. I'm just saying I can't do it. It's too hard for me, yes. But everyone that that enjoys it and they loves it, and I and I do. I, I enjoy watching it and I love the game, but I unfortunately I, I can't. And that's why I just rank rank it at the bottom. 
I feel you there. I only got to play it a little bit because at this time I was mainly staying Xbox. And, uh, yeah, it did have its difficulties. And, yeah, it did. Have it. It's like, why why have any other mechanic in there if all you're going to do is heavily rely on the pairing? Like, yeah, that was a little annoying uh, to where, like I said, you know, the firecracker, that thing helps you out a hell of a lot. Yes. It sounds like a bullcrap freaking, like, item to use. But, yeah, it was, like, what mainly helped me yeah, it, get through stuff. Yeah, you're watching, like, all the uh, speedruns and, and all the people who, like, play it seriously and whatnot. The firecracker is very viable. We used it as well. Uh, the giant uh, ape fight or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> first off, killing the first phase, I finally killed the first phase. And then when... Dude, it makes you think it says like boss vanquished or whatnot. It makes you think you're done. Yeah. And then you go to leave and the body starts to move, gets up and picks up its own head because you decapitate it and it picks up its own head. And then you got to do phase two. I genuinely gave up. I couldn't. I tried phase two. I couldn't. It took me that long to get to phase two. And then I instantly <laughs> died. I told Dallas, I'm like, you're either going to have to beat it or we're cashing out of Sekiro. I'm done. And he ended up beating it. He, um, uh, It took him probably maybe 10 tries, maybe 15 tries, whatever. It wasn't that long. It was like an hour, hour and a half. And, um, yeah, and he he beat it. I never actually beat that boss. The boss <laughs> was bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Uh, yeah. <A> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... Um, Art style and um, everything probably puts it past, um, you know, a couple of the Dark Souls games and whatnot. But gameplay for me is just. I would like to re-dig into it, but mm. it's still at that $60 mark, dog. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd probably you'd probably be good at it. Your timing and stuff, your parry timing, all that in these games are so much better. And um, so, yeah, you'd, you'd probably be good at it. Well, that's that's mainly only because, like, a lot of these games uh, like that now are kind of, like, making the pairing a lot easier. I'm sorry, I was back on the days in Dark Souls 1 pairing, and that, that shit there was a little much. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you got this little box, and you got a time just perfect. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, uh, and then I'm just seeing, because uh, Lord Gwyn whooped my ass, like, 20 billion fucking times. Yeah. Like, couldn't fucking get him. Impossible to get him. And then I see this guy online when I'm trying to find out some tips on it. He just runs up, parries, stab, slaps parry, him, stab, parry, parry, stab, parry. parry. You know, yeah. And fucking just kills him like three, four. Hits. So I was like, okay, so that's the key. I was like, okay, I'll get the shield that increases parrying, <laughs> and I'll get the dagger that increases damage while parrying. I run in there, still getting my ass whooped. Like he was still tossing me around like I wasn't shit. Parry timing was so tough in Dark Souls One. I just uh, I finally had gotten lucky one time and was able to get it off, and I, I was so happy that I hated doing new playthroughs in Dark Souls One because of that. Because I know I would have to go and fight him, and so. it's like he heavily uh, dealt. Like yeah, you could try to sit there and go toe to toe with him. But the range of his attacks and then the damage they would do and plus the health that motherfucker has. 
well, there was a trick to it. I don't remember what it was, so you know, um, nobody feel need to correct me or anything here, because um, you can just YouTube it or what. But Dallas taught me the trick, and it's like, yeah, all you have to do is you wait. You got to hit the first one, and uh, it's like, and then it's like a counting thing. It's like you can parry and then empty parry. And then it's like one, two, parry, or something like that. There's like a little like counting thing you can do, uh, strat to it, that would make you, as long as you could have your eyes closed and hit it every single time. Um, because the timing was the exact same in between every single thing. Unless they patched that, which I imagine they didn't. Because we did it on the Switch version, which was the enhanced version years later or whatever. Um, and yeah, and Dallas taught me the little trick to the infinite parry. And that's how I ended up killing him when we did the 100% playthrough <laughs> oh, on the Switch. Oh. Well, that's nice. It was a time thing. Yeah, I did not have that down. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. They yep. got my ass still walking out. No Estes flash. A little a little speck of health left. Like, <laughs> yeah, trash. Know <laughs> your place. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's see... A boss that fucked with me the most out of all games like this that I will say I still have horrible fucking trouble with it. Although, I mean, I've seen people go through and just like wipe them out. Like what? But uh, Dark Eater Midgear, uh, he was the dragon in Dark Souls 3 uh, DLC uh, Ringed City. Yes. Yeah, and... That motherfucker, I still can't beat him. I le- I literally joined a Facebook community just to um, find somebody to help me kill this guy. Never beat him. I, well, I had put out the post, and there was this one dude that said he w- would help me out. So I didn't know. I had summoned a different dude <laughs> that... Uh, we went to the boss and everything, and I went in there, and uh, dude just straight up left. So I started blasting this dude over this page, and he he does finally respond, <laughs> and because it just made me so angry, I was like, "You talk all that shit like you can kick his ass, and you can't. That's why your ass left like a bitch." And uh, he said, "Hold up," he's like, I- "Invite me." So I invited him. Of course, it was a different name, but I was like, oh, maybe he's just trying to play a joke or something. Uh, well, the the thing was, I even, you know, said everything. He's like, dude, I could literally solo him, is what he said. And I'm just like, no, you can't. That's impossible. <laughs> this dude. Stand uh, back. Uh, yeah, literally. Uh, I was like, no, I, I made it known that I ran – all the way the fuck away, and I let him fight Miguel. And yeah, he ended up just whooping his ass. Like I think he took a few hits, but <laughs> for the most part, just whooped his ass. So I had to publicly apologize. I was like, "Look, <laughs> my bad. I guess I summoned the wrong person earlier." I was like, "This dude's good." I was like, "If anyone needs some help with Miguel." Get this guy on your team. <laughs> I just felt so bad, though, that I talked so much shit about him. But, yeah, that boss right there, So I've you never sucked, killed. looked for help online, didn't get help, and flamed some guy because you didn't get help. 
Yeah, because I thought when I summoned him and uh, that dude dipped out <laughs> on me, I thought it was him. So, yeah, I flamed the shit out of him. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Midgar is an optional boss, and uh, they stay optional in my playthroughs. Uh, because, no, I, I, I don't think, I'm trying to think of all the times Nomrek and I beat Dark Souls 3, and I know we attempted many, many, many times. I don't think on any of the runs with me, we like uh, um, Namrig may have you know killed him before. I don't know, but I don't think I've ever actually killed that boss. Oh, I've never done it by myself. Yeah, well, apparently, and even with people, about to say you've never done it at all. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's just like that guy let me solo her, uh, who's just just doing thousands of runs of killing millennia. I say fuck him just because. You know, yeah, he, he's done so many runs on just Milena. And from what I heard, you can't uh, attack her. It'll fuck up uh, his uh, whole plan or his whole play that he's got. You can't. His name is literally let me solo her. Not well, help I'm sorry. me solo that just her. Means, that just means you have, you know, learned her every play and you've just got her play down pat. I don't find skill in that. Now, I was out there in the trenches, as they say. I was busting my ass on many different bosses, helping many different people get through. I'm going to say you're out of your fucking mind. No. That is easily the hardest boss that in Elden Ring for me. Period. Not going to lie. Very hard. Cool feat. You helped all those people get through. I, I, I definitely understand that. But... They gave this man a statue and everything. And you think you deserve something for helping less than 50 people kill a bunch of easier bosses? Um, hold on. Hold on. No. I helped. I wish I could see all the... that I can, actually, because every time you beat a boss or help beat a boss, you get um <laughs> that thing that helps you summon somebody sure, or sure. something. So, yeah. I got an ass load of them. <laughs> And I've used an ass load, too. Well, he's got over thousands. Thousands of them from one boss. From one boss. The hardest one. No. Space Catfish is the hardest one. The Elden Ring Lord. The little Cosmos space that fucking just jumps around everywhere. The final boss? Kill. Yeah. He's dog shit. He's easy. No. Are you crazy? No, he was a difficult son of a bitch for me. You could just break his AI. Like he was, he was buggy as shit. But uh, when did you fight this guy? Because I swear to God, the thing that <laughs> pisses me off the most, and why I call him a space catfish, is because anytime I would be getting close to him, you'd do some shit to swim the fuck away. Yeah, uh, yeah. He well, that's why I know exactly what you're talking about because he reminds me of a space catfish. Now that you say it, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I never I, okay, his first phase, uh. Radagon. Yeah. I had more trouble there. That's the one whose AI you could break, by the way, and it was super stupid simple. You just stood by, like, his left side or something. Oh, yeah. I, I did that, too. Uh, uh, if you, uh, at the beginning cutscene of it, if you did the things right, you could literally walk right up to him, and he wouldn't swing on you at all. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, the catfish? Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think with the melee build, maybe we were co-op or something? Can you you can do that one co op right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's what made it easy. But the magic build, no, I slept through that fight. I will say when I found out that on it's like 
chest or belly side, whichever way you want to put it. There's like a scar. Yeah, there it's a little weak point. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was a weak point until when one you time. stagger them. That's what you. Yeah, I I ran up one time and did a heavy attack, and it actually hit it. And it glow, glowed. So you're telling me you think star catfish, space catfish, is harder than Melania? Get the fuck out of here! No way. Ah, uh, I guess at first he was. Melena, after I found out the easy ways, and they still got one of the easy ways back that still works for her. Mm-hmm. When I learned swarm of flies, easiest boss I've ever dealt with. Because <laughs> all you at uh, the because at they first, infinitely staggered her. Is yeah, it infinitely yeah. staggered, her and then it procked the bleed. Mm-hmm. Like you get two of your boys running there, swarm of flies. That bitch drops like she ain't shit. That's why I, I I still do kind to say, you know, yeah, she is difficult. Still did take me and Nomric a couple of tries on our latest play. You guys, on your latest? Yeah. Oh, okay, so y'all were doing her a second time. Well, uh, yeah, we uh, beat her twice. Okay, okay. Cause yeah, I yeah, say, y'all's first time took beat, forever. Yeah, it, it did. And uh, we uh, tried summoning, and that's because I'd heard uh, – the swarm flies so got nerfed you on her. Resorted to cheesing her. Yeah. So she's easier than space catfish because you can cheese her. Yeah. She's an easy ball. She can get through like she ain't shit. But swarm of flies are hell, there's anything that staggers her. Like uh there was another item you could just like anytime the she went fucking to go little do whirly saw thingy. Or whatever it was, I, I, whatever that. Oh yeah, is, the little piece behind, of thing you could like. That's what <laughs> Nomer was using for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you could really proc a hell of a lot of uh, shit a off. Bleed, on her. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it went when I found out her main play was you just gotta find a way to stagger her, and yeah. that was her main way of beating her. That's why, yeah, she was a challenge. And once I found out that swarm of flies worked, we beat we beat Melania like she wasn't shit. And then the only problem was we had to do it on mine, and I always suck at that second phase attack she does where she comes down at you. Mm-hmm. I and always get the, the fucking timing off. Oh. Yeah, wrong. And generally I always die there. Yeah. If I get away, maybe I got a chance of winning. But yeah, right there, if she gets me, done deal. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, and again, I'm not one of those people, uh, n- well, neither of us are. You know, there's so many people who's like, oh, wow, you're using an whatever game. Oh, uh, you're using the vector? Wow, you bitch. Or, oh, you're using et cetera, et cetera. Wow, what a bitch player. Like, I've never been one of those people. If it's part of the game, and you have fun with it, then have fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, life's hard enough without worrying about somebody calling you a bitch for using something you enjoy using. Like, piss off. And then they, 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 they put it in the game for a fucking reason. It's not like they right. said, yeah, we're putting this in here, but you're a bitch if you use it. No, that that's, I, I'm the same way with that. I, I do not hate nobody's play style. Yeah. Because first off, you paid the money for the game. 
You play it however the yeah. fuck you want. And then even invaders are just like leaving and shit. They see you're using River's Blood or Moonvale Katana. Oh, yeah, like, they'll point down at mm-hmm. you or whatnot. Bye, bitch. Like, you're invading my fucking game right now. I'm trying to have fun. Why are you even here? First off, you're invading. You're not supposed to be a bitch. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're invading. Like, I, I do hate how people will get mad that... Oh, nobody won V1s and invasions no more. You're invading. If I got my boy with me, just like in real life, I'm pretty sure my boy's going to jump in with me if I'm getting my ass whooped. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, Brian, shut up. You're invading. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm trying to get to the end of a triathlon here. We're already almost out of flask and shit. We're just trying to find the next bonfire. And then you come out of nowhere wanting to fight. Yeah, we're both going to whip your ass because we're getting to that Monmire. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the end of this triathlon. I'm not going to, oh, yeah, let me get my honor out. <laughs> and, and then we're going to point down and crouch over and over and over again on oh, your yeah. body. Ever, like, ever get since the hell we made out. that rule, yeah, no, no matter what anybody I'd kill. Uh, nah, I lie. I've had some respectful ones that I didn't do it to. But generally, yeah, anybody I kill point down at you mm-hmm. if you're invading i'll point right down at you trash even if you were you almost killed us even if you killed me nine times and i just kept letting nomric resummon me and run away while i beat your ass you're trash after i killed you after nine attempts you're yep. trash yep down <laughs> down sir <laughs> well, we did that nomric just running away or no me just running away or something and kept summoning nomric like okay because the thing is, people are such scumbags because there's that one open world boss down there in like the swamp or whatever, the the night. And people can just invade you. And they yeah. would. Everyone's invading yeah. right there like absolute assholes while you're trying to kill a boss. And um so what we would do is there's this little island area and I would just keep putting my stuff down and Namrik would just keep kiting in circles, kiting the boss <laughs> and the bad guy. And he'd every time he'd make a round, he'd summon me. I'd come back, beat the invader's ass, start fighting the boss or die to the invader or boss. He'd resummon me. And we literally did this ring around the rosy thing for 25 minutes before the invaders <laughs> and the boss were finally dead. It was the stupidest loop of crap we've gone through. Oh, yeah, that's like that uh, right there at that frozen lake thing, the frozen dragon lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody wants to invade there. First off, your vision's kind of cut because of the mm-hmm. dragon. And, yeah, they could literally come in anywhere. And while you're having to run up and beat the shit out of the dragon, <laughs> invader just comes out of nowhere when he sees you get hit. Pink. And you're dead. You know, yeah. we initially talked about doing like a little 45-minute one-off for Soulsborne. We're at 90 minutes. Granted, we spent the first 25 talking about whatever else, but yeah, I, I knew once we got on this topic, it, it would go. And yeah, there's, just because it's such huge. Yeah, and there's so much more we can still talk about. I'm seriously going to set up the PlayStation 5 in here on the projector, and um, and we've got, to, we've got to play through Bloodborne or something. Oh, yeah. And now with, you know, like, that's why it's kind of hard to, like, judge the actual difficulty of these games anymore is just because really, uh, once you learn, like, the whole concept of Dark Souls is to learn the mechanics of the enemy, learn how he swings and whatnot and how to, you know, you you don't really have to, but it is good to know their resistances as well if it's, uh, you weak know, not, to something yeah, weak to something. Or, yeah. Like, uh, that's something that also makes Lies of P really easy. You know, 
uh, big there, metal boss. Let's try electricity. Yeah, or uh, you know, uh, human person acid that bitch, mm. which is kind of like their poison. The poison yeah, acid yeah. is the same thing. Um, yeah, and uh, oh, this bitch is a puppet. Fire. A wooden puppet fire. I just I want to see more weapons. We, we, we've talked, we touched on this before. I want to see more weapons that come from bosses, exclusive weapons. If you miss them, you miss them, whatever. But I loved, like, okay, because it was a total surprise when we fought the the gargoyles in Dark Souls One, the bell tower or whatever. Yeah, and we just went up behind it and started chopping on it. Its tail came off, and we got the gargoyle axe. It was so cool. It was like, no oh, yeah. way. That's so cool. I love that. Absolutely love that. If you shot off the Drake's tail or whatever, boom, you got the Drake sword. And so cool, and I really hope to see more of that in the future. See, if I'm correct, that's what Lords of Fallen did with uh, bosses or whatnot. Like, uh, I know there was one, it was like the Warden. It was like if you were able to, I think, like, uh, parry him enough times or a break his something, um, you got a special weapon from it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think that's the game I'm thinking about and, you know, that I d- played before. Right. But uh, I'm not exactly sure on that. But, uh, yeah, I, I love games that do that, that you do a special feat and you get this cool weapon. Yeah, yeah. Or this cool armor or whatever. Just give give me something cool. For doing something cool like, you know, you know, cutting off the tail of this or that or Right, right. Just yeah, something unique. Um yeah, it's always super neat. I do also love the the games that let you pick between two and Elden Ring. Okay, you can either get the magical part from this boss or you can get the weapon. It's like you can get his sword or you can get the dragon head. Yeah. Which lets you blow the fire. Um, and, uh, or uh, you can get, uh, who's, who's got that blade I used? Um, who's the guy that jumps back? Who's, shit, is the first boss. What's the first boss? Margaret. Margaret, yeah. Yeah, Margaret. Or Margot. Uh, no, it's, I think it's the second time. Don't you face him a second time, right? Um, you do, uh. I can't remember exactly where, though. I think you meet him for a second time. Yeah. Somewhere in the Golden City. Oh, it's it's at the top there. Um, You have to go up all those steps. That long <laughs> step way after... Um, to beat that one lord. Um, I'm so bad at describing this. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. You go up a long staircase, and when you fight like the true hem or whatnot, that's up there where all the chairs are lined up. Yeah, where yeah, all the yeah. Elden Rings used to sit, and you fight him up there. Yeah, and when you beat him there, you get to actually get his sword. Yeah, and yeah. And oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, it's, it's a wicked looking blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. I can't remember. I think it does like two different things. Like it does two different effects. Like I think one of them's fire. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I and I think bleed or whatnot. I just know the first time I did it, I picked whatever the other thing is, the spell or something. I don't. Oh God, I can't even remember now. I should have looked it up. And uh, and I'm like, man, that's cool, but damn, I wish I would have picked his sword. So anyway, I had to go back through a whole another playthrough just to get a sword. And yeah, that's why I'm having to do another one of Liza P. Because I really want to get the 
uh, one guy's weapon because you know I'm always I've always wanted to get everything I can out of the games. And plus, there's probably still some things I'm missing. Like I said, with the whole Trinity, like their uh, secret society thing they got in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm wondering like if the Riddler is a certain boss at some point. Yeah. And well, I haven't got to find out because I fucked up on the same question twice. Well, maybe this week. Maybe, maybe I'm. I might do it. I'm uh, kind of wanting to get a little bit more into Starfield again. Uh, I did last night to see because they got this little weapon glitch now that you could do, mm-hmm. um, where you just build the weapon cases. Yeah, and you do a quick save, and then you load that quick save, and when you do that, all the weapon cases are filled with weapons. Like, and I mean, ah. like, legendaries, like, top-tier fucking weapons, what? too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's broken. All you need is titanium and polymer. I think it's, like, two titanium, one polymer. But the thing is, too, uh, the first fucking Jemison place you get to go to, mm-hmm. that first big merchant, uh, mercantile or whatever the fuck, yeah, she has that generally almost every time. So you just sit there, wait two days, and go buy her stock, wait two days, go buy her stock. That's what I did just to get a little feel and see if it could work. And Nomrick was saying something like, yeah, but you can only use it once. But what I had figured out is, uh, yeah, you can essentially just delete all that stuff out of, because uh, I went to an outpost and built it all. But yeah, you could delete it all. Or rebuild it. And just rebuild it and rinse and repeat. Ah. And just keep doing it. But from what I seen on the video, it was like this motherfucker was popping off with purples <laughs> and legendaries like left and right. Me, out of uh, I would say I put down like forty boxes, uh, two or three of them were good. Ah shit. So I don't know, and maybe I'm not putting down the right box. I mean, he was putting down the three different variants that you mm-hmm. could do. He was putting down a good bit of all of them. And yeah, he showed a picture of like you know him having all these fucking flashy ass ones, and I'm like, holy shit, that's a good way to do it. Uh-huh. Although I did get some pretty good ones, I didn't really get to check it out because that was when I was getting tired last night. Yeah, but I did see some legendaries pop up, and one of them was a drum one, which I do like the drum weapon because well, <laughs> a lot of bullets. <laughs> I've always liked a lot of bullets, and this fire rate. But yeah, I definitely want to. Try to get more into Starfield because I did get into it big, but then Liza P's come out, so I put it on hold. Yeah. Which you could do a game like that, uh, like Starfield. You can easily, you know, put it down for a little second and get back to it. Although, when I did that and I got back in, I didn't know why the fuck I was where I was. <laughs> <laughs> like no no true <laughs> true yeah. So I was I like, why the one. fuck was I even here? I know I was probably doing something I needed to do. Oh fuck it. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's see. So uh, next weekend, we're going to have a later episode. Uh, sometimes I don't upload until about Tuesday. I like to kind of go through, clean up the audio. Uh, if I don't give up halfway through and just say, yeah, whatever, it's going live, whatever. Um, I <laughs> try to we'll yeah, normalize <laughs> levels and whatnot, but it's whatever. So, um, so yeah, um, we'll meet back again next Sunday, record our next episode. We'll try to have the episodes live by Tuesday-ish. By Wednesday morning every week, um, and hopefully, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, uh, I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah, and uh, also props to any viewers out there that listen to us. Again, uh, 
Shout out to Kansas. We're not. Yeah, <laughs> big shout out to Kansas because and we do get a lot of viewers from there. Uh, it'll also be nice to hear from anybody, you know. So if y'all want to just throw out some comments. But, uh, again, we're not trying to do this to get big, but uh, it's like a little toot of my own horn when, you know, I get it a couple of viewers or whatnot. <laughs> it makes me Listeners. Feel yeah. Well, uh, one day viewers maybe. Well, I must yeah. set the camera stuff up. I got all of this stuff in there, so we just got to get all this art we have on the wall that we've been collecting for the past year and turn the couch and stuff. Definitely. But uh, yeah, again, uh, thanks for everybody listening. Uh, this this is always fun as fuck coming here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, thank you all for coming on this journey with us, and we will catch you all in the next episode. Doses. <laughs>